like your cup. We're, we're self-conscious about my hello by the week. Let's just turn like a call from across the shire. Hello. You're thinking about it too much. Just dipping the same way. Say hello when I'm greeting people in person. Hello. That's it's been fun for nine episodes <laughs> 10 episodes oh hello i'm Lindsay. hi i am dana and welcome back to tipsy trial welcome back we might be a little tipsy already no what we don't drink on this podcast yeah if y'all weren't aware we record a few at a time i think we've said that before yeah. Yeah. Guys, there's not a podcast out there that's not likely doing this. So unless they live in the same house, which we don't. We talked about if we lived in the same neighborhood, how easy this would be. <laughs> but we don't. Wow. Right. Me too. Anyways, how's it going? Um, Good. I've been um struggling with Something I found out the other day. (laughs) And you can relate to this too. Oh gosh, now I'm scared. All right. There's like this psychiatrist on TikTok and he like, I don't know, just shares a bunch of interesting stuff. He did a series on why the eldest daughters in families are controlling. I have a huge, like Noah will tell me, you're a control freak. You can, you try to control everything. If something doesn't go exactly how you think it's going to go in your head. You start to get a little anxious. Kind of like my hello. Yes. (laughs) Um, And he did this whole like explanation of why it happens. Like um, not even necessarily due to having like family issues. But I think even more so like if your family starts to fall apart. The eldest daughter in the family feels responsible. Like if anything goes wrong. Interesting. You have like this weird like sense of needing to keep everything together you like things to be perfect yes essentially yes and so it was like talking about how the eldest daughters and families eventually grow up to be good moms but like it can fault you to a point because then like you become too controlling and it makes you stressed out and Mm. yeah so um i'm i'm dealing with that (laughs) i feel a little attacked (laughs) that sounds more than a little attack yeah sounds like you feel very i mean i I feel seen a little bit called out you only feel attacked if you feel crap that's accurate yeah yeah which it was it's like you know what I need to loosen up a little bit. You know what? At least he got it right. Because I feel like a lot of the time when you read something about what the middle child's like, mm-hmm. not the oldest child or the youngest, I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. Not accurate. This one actually made sense. All right. I mean, I have some control issues, too. Um, it plays very deeply into my OCD. Mm-hmm. I don't, the family part is where you lost me, though. Um, and maybe, I I don't know. I don't have, I, I'm, yes, there's family drama always. That's every family. But I don't feel like I'm ever the one that feels responsible or that I need to clean it up, I guess. Interesting. So if there's, like, tension or something, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't really have anything to do with you, do you feel, like, a sense of 
needing to, I feel like I want to run. Okay. Like, I just don't want to be there at that point. I'm the opposite. I want everyone to just, like, get along and get get past whatever it is. I'm the one that's like, all right, well, I'm going to head out. (laughs) I envy you. It's like you should, if it has nothing to do with you, you should feel no responsibility. Right. So that's good. It's just it's it's too much. I'm not I'm a non-confrontational person. Mm-hmm. That includes confrontation that's not even dealing with me. Yes. But it just no, I'm like, okay, I'm bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> See y'all later. But I'm gonna try to be more like uh, you then. Speaking of family. <laughs> <laughs> We are heading into our holiday season. Thanksgiving's past. You all can now start your Christmas stuff. Now you can pull your decorations out, which you know what? I think a few years ago, I kind of got over the getting mad about people putting their stuff yeah, early. Like it's like, about it. it's just annoying. If it brings you joy, do it. It's, you know what? I don't care as long as you're not rubbing it in people's faces. Mm-hmm. First of all, not everyone celebrates Christmas, guys. Let's just get this new flash. I don't care if you say Merry Christmas to me. I don't care. Anyone who celebrates Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or mm-hmm. anything outside of the Christmas season does not care. Well, maybe some people do. Most people don't. But you know what? When you start to like, shove it down our throat yes. and you do it for two months straight without the recognition that there are other holidays mm-hmm. thanksgiving's important because for some people that's their family holiday right people forget that a lot i love thanksgiving that's my time with my family mm-hmm. i'm jewish if we make that clear <laughs> <laughs> it just you know what it is what it is but speaking of that Today is actually, today, as in when you're listening to this, today is actually the third night, I hope, yes, third night of Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah to all of our fellow Jewish listeners out there. Um, We are going to dig a little deeper on that. But like we said, we have a whole month um holiday episodes mm-hmm. planned for you there are so many holiday drinks out it's so here. many oh my gosh oh my gosh our list is long <laughs> it's a little <laughs> overwhelming it's to the point where when either of us is at the store we have to scan because so many different brands have come out with their mm-hmm. own you know bud light did it for the first time last year i think they got so much traction everyone else was like let's go for it yep so that's what we have. We're going to kick off with one of those packs and just keep going throughout the month. But I'm going to let Dana tell you a little bit more about what we're drinking. Yes. So we have the Truly Holiday Pack. I don't think we really need to go into a deep history on Truly because we've tried them before. Um, but I'll go through the flavors and just tell you a little bit about them. So the first one is Holiday Sangria Style. Um, the... It gives you three simple steps. Light fire in fireplace. Uh Put on festive turtleneck. Crack can and kick back. Done. We can do that all day. Fireplace here, but we'll pretend. (laughs) We can pretend. Uh, The next one is spiked apple spice. Um, Look, we're usually the last ones to mess up a good thing, but apple spice was practically begging to be mixed with seltzer, and we're more than happy to oblige. Can you blame us? Well, we had apple crisp. Yeah. Bud Light. Yeah. Which is 
It was good. So <laughs> I no pressure, truly. Uh, pomegranate ginger fizz is the next one. Fizz is such a fun word. You can practically feel the bubbles on your tongue. Now punch it up with a tart pomegranate and hints of ginger. And what do you get? A holiday drink you'll be begging Santa to slip in your stocking. Mm. Cran orange sparkler is the last one. Traditional sparklers, bright, short-lived, fun for kids, but not adults, are cran orange sparkler. Old, long-lasting, depending on your thirst. Fun for adults, but not kids. We'll stick with the latter. Thank you very much. These also have some fun little, like, slogans on the cans that I'll read as we're opening them, but... Oh, they're slogans, they're neat. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe part of the name. Either way, we love the ones that have fun names. You know, we did um, Hell's Seltzer and Natty Sour, which had fun names. It just adds a little something to them. Yeah. Let's... Shall we get started? Yeah. All right. So first we're going to do holiday sangria style. It says serve cold, get warm. Fits the obstruction. It does. Doesn't it? We got wires all over the place. <laughs> Nose moment. <laughs> Very weird. Woo. Point weird. I love sangria. Me too. Um, that's typically well no a lot lately. Not lately I get margaritas. But there was a time where I would prefer sangria over margarita mm-hmm. at a Mexican restaurant. They do make good sangrias. This smells like something we've had before. And I cannot my future perfume. Put my finger on it. <laughs> I don't think I spilled. I think I just poured weird. Yeah, that was weird. Um, what? It has like orange sun. Yeah, there, there's orange on the can. Oh, there is. <laughs> Look at that. Um, it doesn't. You know, it's funny. This is stevia too. I've never noticed that. Truly. <laughs> And we noticed it very heavily in the study. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall we taste? Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. I'm having a lot of thoughts right now. Oh. I'm trying to... So it's... It looks like orange, some cherry. I don't know. That's really nice. I like that. Oh, I like that a lot. Ooh. Okay. Tastes like a sangria. I think it does. Yeah. It's been a long time, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I had one at dinner like a month ago. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, yeah. I would say so. It's pretty spot on for me. Hmm. I also could drink this probably all day. I, I don't I don't see why I wouldn't be able to. I think it's a tad bit sweet for me to give it full drink, day drinkability. I think I could drink a few and then like rotate it out with something else. I can see the sweetness, but I'm actually okay with it on this one. Like I, I yeah, no, this is really nice. This is really nice. If you're going to get this pack so far, thumbs up. Let's find out for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we're on to spiked apple spice. You know how we feel spiced about apple spice, baby. Podcast. 
I'm getting some good apple spice today. Yes, guys, we're filming this right after <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Secrets revealed. We're not ashamed. BTS. <laughs> Respect our tongue. When I said filming, I meant recording. We're not filming <laughs> yet. I see. I always want to snip. Why do I want to snip? Oh, my gosh. This is a green apple, though. I heard you say the name, but I think I was talking. Why don't you tell them again? Spice, spice, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's a green apple, which automatically kills it because apple spice is not green apple. I don't hate it. I mean, if it was a green apple, I wouldn't. Apple spice, after what we just sniffed in the apple spice vodka. Mm. It's nice. I mean, the smell overall is nice. Mm -hmm. We don't do an accuracy of smell, obviously. Right. That's kind of hard to judge. Cheers. Where'd that spice come from? I don't like it. I do. <laughs> I don't know where that spice came from, though. All right. This does not have that crust, buttery, crumbleness that we enjoy in so many of the other apple things. It's different. But I like it. I think the smell me took me already to a different place from square one. I wonder if your head is in too much of an apple spice place. It is it's because not a smell, spice, but it's just spice. Oh, you don't even taste apple. I mean, I do like a little bit, but I think because the smell was just so apple-y, I don't get that in the actual drink. No, I like this. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Hmm. I'm not a fan. I'm disappointed. The I like apple. You after all. I don't even taste the apple. That's the problem. I don't know. Maybe my tastes are weird today. Well, are you looking for red apple? I taste I'm looking for apple. any apple. Spice. 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 <laughs> um, this one's a little sweeter. I don't think I could drink it all day. I could drink it for a while, though. Mm. The accuracy is very low, though. Yeah. Which is going to pull it down. Well, we're going to sip on these. Honestly, I'm not disappointed so far. I'm still sniffing things. Um, and today, in honor of Hanukkah, we are going to talk about some Hanukkah traditions and facts. And I am going to educate everyone. Which is always a good thing because, I mean, I know virtually nothing about Hanukkah. Well, Hanukkah does have a story behind it. It's not some random holiday that the Jews were like, let's just celebrate this shit around Christmas. <laughs> I'm glad to hear. <laughs> I don't know. Most of ours have meaning. I mean, most every holiday, yeah. everyone has meaning, but we're not just randomly throwing holidays in there. So I did a little homework. I found a story. I was like, you know what? I'm updating it for modern times and for Lindsay's tape. So we're going to read it, we're going to learn, and we'll see what Dana thinks. Because I told her earlier today, I go, come with questions. She goes, I don't, I know so little, I can't even prepare. Questions. It's like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Well, so I'll have questions after, that, I'm sure. And you know, for the second portion of this, I have a ton of facts that we're going to go through. Something no. I didn't even know. So we're going to have a little fun. So the story of Hanukkah. Back in the day. The land of Israel was ruled by an evil man named Antiochus. I hope I pronounced that right. It's been a long time since I've said that word. King Antiochus had many Jews in his land at the time. 
they celebrated all the other normal Jewish holidays, like Shabbat and Passover. However, they were... No, there's no however. (laughs) That's my thought. They were able to pray in the ancient temple of Jerusalem. This temple was crazy holy. King Antiochus decided, nah. He wanted one religion and one culture amongst all his people. Because we know that always works out super well. He said, I'm right. You're wrong. Deal with it. Oh, come on. And abolished how the Jewish people dressed, prayed, or ate if it was different from him. He forbade the Jews from celebrating Shabbat and any of their other festivals or holidays. He also forbade them from reading or studying the Torah. But that wasn't enough. He had to be an even bigger dick and forbid them from worshiping in the Temple of Jerusalem. He fixed her upward the temple and filled it with idols and the altars to the Greek gods instead. Many Jews feared for their lives, so they just went with it and listened to the king. But there was one group that said, nope. They were called the Maccabees, and they wanted to fight to stand for what they believed in. The Maccabees were best known for being led by Judah Maccabee. They were very small in numbers, but sometimes you just gotta let that spirit out within you. That's what makes you fierce. They fought hard, and with that relentless determination, they were able to win over Antiochus's massive army. You know what they say, massive army, tiny. The Maccabees <laughs> headed on over to the temple after they had won it back, and were shocked to find how ratchet Antiochus had left it. Ugh. His name's getting more difficult. <laughs> They got to work and started cleaning up his mess and purifying the holiness of the space. On the 25th day of the month of Kislev, the Maccabees held a rededication ceremony. That's where we get the name Hanukkah. Hanukkah means dedication, and it comes from that grand moment when the temple became a safe space for the Jews again. The reason we celebrate Hanukkah for eight nights is the miracle of the oil. When the Maccabees were resurrecting the temple, they only found enough oil to light the menorah for one day. But somehow, excuse me, the menorah stayed lit for eight days. That's some that's the why. That's why the Jews now also get lit for eight days. <laughs> the important message in this all is we must always work to find light in the darkness, and we must always work to keep the light of religious freedom burning for all people, for all time. Yay. I love that. It's a nice little short story. But I remember as a kid, maybe this friend's listening, but I had a friend come up to me once and she said, do you believe in Santa? I said, um, sure. (laughs) She said, I don't think I believe in Judah Maccabee. I was like, I don't think that's the same thing. No. (laughs) No. That's like history versus a made up guy. Santa's not a religion. (laughs) Santa is a spirit within your. Yeah. Sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's funny. You're in the car. Well, too late now. Turn down the volume. (laughs) No, I mean, it's a nice little story. I remember it well from when I was younger. You know, we really focused in on the Judah Maccabee stuff, and there was a lot of focus, you know, on just the story in general. 
It's it's a simple one, so you can tell it every Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. We don't. But we also don't have kids running around. So right. So that's interesting. I don't I don't really know what I was expecting, but I'm surprised, I guess, by the history in a good way. Um so how do like you celebrate each night? The same way. The, you, okay. It's not, yeah. I wasn't sure if there was like a different tradition every night or something. No, that would be really cool, actually. And you know what? There might be families out there that do that. I remember mm-hmm. as a kid, the gifts would vary in size by the night. Night one would likely be the largest gift. The rest of the nights are more like something little. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, it's the same every night. There's an additional prayer on the first night. Just one, yeah. Mm-hmm. On first night, we light the candles, but it's the same memory night. There's really no difference. One night, you might make some of the food. We'll get into that. I have a bunch of fun Hanukkah facts that I found online. Um, Like I said, some were new to me. Some I added to. Some I felt didn't go into enough depth. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that actually the interesting idea I have reading. Do you find, too, like um, that... Any of it has been like modernized, like how it's celebrated, or are there any, like, I don't know how to phrase it, like traditions that you guys do that aren't really like the norm? Because I, f- I feel like Christmas is so different. It's hard to compare, but I know that every family has like their own traditions, of, like how they celebrate. I want to say no. I want to say that it- it's not. And I, I mean, I'll go into this a little more. It's not, no, I can't really see like where it would dip. Mm-hmm. I do know my family does dreidel stockings. Um, my mom found them years ago when I was a kid. And to this day, she loves stuffing them every year. That's adorable. You know, I will say there's a lot of things from the Christmas world that I think have been slightly adapted over because mm-hmm. as my anchor showed earlier, it's shoved down your throat. Yeah. And I mean, all of this, I mean, most of the traditions that people do around Christmas have nothing to do with the actual holiday. Right. It's literally just how like the retail industry has decided you should celebrate it. And I mean, we're talking like little Things as little as cookie cutters, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that Christmas cookies have become such a thing, they now come out with Hanukkah cookie right. cutters because you have to have some sort of tie-in. Um, oh, I had an example right at the top of my head. I already lost it. But it, it's, you know, it's just that's where I think it's shifted over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard. I mean, I remember as a little kid going to the mall around Christmas time and Santa's there. And it's like, how do you tell this child when all these other kids are lined up to see mm-hmm. the fat guy that yep. they're not allowed? I mean... They're not allowed. And, like, being a really young kid, knowing that, like, it's not real and it has nothing to do with you. Right. And then you can't say anything to your friends. Well, I went to a private Jewish school. So that well, yeah. For me, but... But I mean, for, you know, Jewish kids or, or kids who celebrate other religious yeah. holidays in schools, it's like, I mean, the schools have like Christmas parties mm-hmm. or they did when I was growing up. I think they I do think more they of like holiday. holiday yeah. now. 
But I mean, there's a lot that's still doing, you know, it's a whole thing. I follow a lot of teachers on TikTok and it's been interesting to me to see them post, what were you for Halloween? How was your Halloween? It's another great example. Not every family celebrates Halloween. I'll be curious after the break to see if their posts say, what did you get for Christmas? Right. And again, I mean, part of this is, first of all, not every, we're not going to get into this discussion right now, actually, because it's, <laughs> it's a whole other rant. But, you know, I did see Santa as a child. My parents used to allow me to, you know, go sit on his lap. I probably didn't understand what was yeah. going on. But again, you see a line full of kids. You can't exactly be the only one that doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of kids that don't, but. Right. I, I just want to pick that. your battles. But we'll get into this a little more. Um, I know this has been a short first half, <laughs> but I guess we're going to take our break real quick, um, do our refills, and we'll come back to the facts and some more seltzers. Sounds good. We are back. Hello. And it is still Hanukkah, so we are going to continue to celebrate. <laughs> we have not been on a break that long. <laughs> it's still Hanukkah six years later. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the sun drop? Three, I can't accent. Three years later. <laughs> the dog's over here. Maybe you're getting her panning. What's she doing? She's eating some. She vomited? No, you'd hear the vomit. She's noise. just salivating, I think, or something. Chesney. You good? Oh, she has that nose thing. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. She's going to reverse weave. You okay? Here. You want to go sit down? I had to Google that the other week. It's actually perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, should I be worried? You know what happened? We're on a walk. And there's this pregnant neighbor, and dogs love pregnant women. I think mm-hmm. they can smell the baby. Um, through. Yeah. <laughs> and she walks over and she's letting the the her their little boy pet her. And the moms were chatting just a little. And she starts with <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my god, why is this embarrassing? <laughs> Like, I don't take care of my dog. No, the, our dogs get it. But uh, they don't have dogs. Oh. <laughs> so, like, what's wrong with your fucking oh, dog? Allergies, allergies. <laughs> That's the answer for everything. Jesus. Little boy had to be no older than two or three. She's, like, reverse wheezing in his ear. <laughs> He's like, mm, on second thought, Mom, <laughs> we're never getting a pet. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's funny. I was like, seriously? Right now? They always know the best time to do shit like that. Oh, well, my favorite is that if there's no cars coming, she does not poop. But as soon as a car turns that corner, oh, it's dev time. I told you about when Piper pooped next to the schoolers. That was horrifying. I always think to myself, though, she's just telling them today is not your day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's your morning. Oh, we could talk about dogs all night, so we should drink instead. <laughs> An omen, if you will. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have, I think, hold on. Sorry. I got out of order. I think Papa ran up. Yes. We pre-wrote these down. Page wasn't <laughs> loading. Pomegranate ginger fizz. It says jingle and mingle. Okay, we will. All of these are soft. Except for the first one. 
they are. No, but you can make the song. Oh, <laughs> like what? Light it up the song. Yes, true. Spice, spice, babies. Kind of. What is it? Oh, wait, we already read those. Yeah. I was about to read it again. I was like, nope. We already did, did that. Now I read you that mine's were drinking. <laughs> we got confused. Smells like pomegranate. Okay. Which we talked about this the other week. Pomegranate is very hit or miss, and it's a little scary. I think I got a bugger when I was your first squeezing. Oh. Nice little treat over there. <laughs> Birdie Bot's beans are back. All right. It's in the napkin. Um... Pomegranate is very hit or miss. It's a little scary. And obviously we had ginger just two weeks ago and you saw how that went. So uh, I'm a little nervous. I don't smell the ginger. Well, excuse me. It's just not, it's not very strong. It's subtle. Mm-hmm. Versus the other one was like, wabam. Yeah. It's a very light scent overall, really. I like it. You don't smell much of anything. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. No. I like that one. No, not for me. Oh, man. That has a weird... No. There's something weird about it in my mouth. We went from our lists being almost identical to total opposites. Well, oh, you mean in the last one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No, I don't like that at all. I can't explain it. There's a weird aftertaste. It hit almost immediately, so I guess a weird current taste that lasted into the after. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Mm. It's a win for me. Accuracy. I don't taste ginger. Maybe I do that. I told you, I'm not a big pomegranate person. Mm-hmm. So that might be a... It's a hint. I mean, it's... It's, yeah, barely there. Not for me. It happens. Okay. That's why we try a few of them. Hopefully the next one's good. So I can sip that while we do our fat. Now we've got Cran Orange Sparkler. Light it up. Oh, I accidentally said that earlier. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is a song, though. Light it up. Pour sideways. Did you know that? Mm-mm. I noticed that a second ago. You kind of go like this. It's interesting. I don't know why I do that. Maybe you learn that way. Maybe it does something. Kind of like how when you pour down the side, it reduces the fizz. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone taught you that does. Maybe. I'm not going to remember. Oh, very orange. Very. Yikes. Oh, the Three. second half is not off to start for me. <laughs> Oh, no. No. Oh, no. I do love a good chocolate orange, though, and this is the time of my year. So. I got to find some of those. Cause I oh, gosh. Well, I stole them at... Where the hell was I? HomeGoods Market? No, they weren't at HomeGoods. Oh. I was at HomeGoods for a while, but... Um, <laughs> no, World Market, I'm pretty sure, had it all. The whole array of all movies. Mm. You know, there's the dark chocolate one now and the regular. Cheers, Cheers. Oh, so good. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Mm. Okay. That's better tasting than it smelled. That's good. That is nice. I like that one. That I could drink all day, I think. 
Yeah, and I feel like the cranberry and the orange are equally there. It combines nicely, right? The smell of the orange overpowers. Yes. But taste, it's very equal. Um, Yeah, no, I, I like that one. All right. All right. We're going to mull over the, do some maths. And while we're doing some maths, I found some fun Hanukkah facts on Budweiser Gardens website. That is an arena in Canada. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Double check. <laughs> and Mental Floss, which is a site I don't think we've used before here, but I've used just looking stuff up. Mm-hmm. So there are 13, I believe. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, so fact number one, and some of these go back to the story, so we've kind of already heard that, but what is Hanukkah? Hanukkah means dedication. The holiday commemorates the triumph, the Maccabees, it, clearly I'm not a good typer. (laughs) That the why. (laughs) However. Maybe I'm the one on Reddit who can't type. (laughs) Holiday commemorates the triumph the Maccabees had in reclaiming their temple from the Greek Sirius. <laughs> what did you type? Just no had. It says the, it's the triumph the Maccabees in reclaiming. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Okay. Two. Hanukkah lasts for eight nights to commemorate how long the holy light burned. The temple requires a holy light to always be burning inside. That's still true to this day. All oh, wow. temples have a light that's always lit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Jews had only found enough oil for one night. Miraculously, that light burned for eight days. To celebrate that, <laughs> a menorah is lit for each night of the holiday. <clears throat> a menorah is a candelabra with nine candles. Four... Hello? <laughs> I see Levi typing more and more, but like they're actual words, so it doesn't correct it. Right. I wrote four one each side, no, four on each side, and a center candle that is used to light all the others. The center candle is the shamash, and it sits higher higher than or apart from the other candles that's a more modern menorah where it's separately mm-hmm. oh maybe it's not actually i can't think when i think menorah i'm thinking of the typical like almost like w with extra yeah. prongs and then the higher shamash but more modern ones do typically have like a row up front of eight, and then it'll be behind it. Sometimes they ship, like, animals and stuff. I bought one the other day that's, like, um, an animal's head is the shamash. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and then the back is So does that animals. one stay lit, or you blow it out after you, oh, you like, never blow them out? So that stays, the, all of them die down. Okay, so, so then there's nine lit at the end. Interesting. So we light one new candle each night until all eight are lit. And you light right to left, just like how you read Hebrew. So you read Hebrew right to left. Mm-hmm. Um, this ends up equaling out to 44 candles total over the length of the holiday. So night one, you're just doing candle one and the shamash. Night mm-hmm. two, one, two, shamash. And okay. It keeps going. Gotcha. Um, you asked this a little early. Well, no, you didn't, but... <laughs> played into one of your questions from earlier gifts were not always given for hollow for halloween holiday 
for Hanukkah. It used to be a tradition for people to give money to one another for Hanukkah, but as Christmas became more popular, more and more Jews swapped gifts instead. So that's actually one of the things we, I guess, picked up from Christmas. That makes sense to me. I guess, again, going back to little kids, you see things going on in one way. You're going to say, well, why don't I get that? So well, money is a gift. So it it's is. just a different, different form of a form. gift. Yeah. Um, okay. So Hanukkah does have some special foods and they are all fried, but there is a reason. We have latkes, latkes, <laughs> those are the same things. <laughs> Sufghani yolk, which are jelly donuts, apple fritters, kugel. I've never had apple fritters on Hanukkah, but it said it. So I was like, all right, okay. whatever. Um, when you think of Hanukkah, Hanukkah, this is just an episode of errors. <laughs> when you think of Hanukkah food, you think of fried. This isn't a coincidence. We fry our food during Hanukkah to celebrate and represent the miracle oil that burned for eight straight nights. Oh, mm-hmm. so oh. that's where you know there's no significance to the. Potato, not that I know of. Um, the jelly donuts is, I think, the bigger one because you fry the donut. But that's why. Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, we do latkes in my family every year. That's tradition. We do not always do the donuts. Um, Kugel, my grandma makes a great Kugel, but we don't do that every year. That we do for any Jewish thing. Well, mm-hmm. I've never done apple fritters. <laughs> well, it's never too late to start, I guess. <laughs> but we do do the latkes. Um, so Grand Army Plaza in New York reportedly has the largest menorah in the world. It stands at 32 feet and weighs 4,000 pounds. Wow. That's insane. I wonder what it's made out of. Oh, it didn't say. I'm curious. Hmm. So this you kind of asked about earlier. Well, no, you didn't. But it answers out of your same <laughs> concept. So Hanukkah is not the most important Jewish holiday. Jewish holidays such as Passover or Rosh Hashanah are much more significant to the religion. However, because Hanukkah falls around the same time as Christmas, many Jews in the U.S. during the 20th century starting, started to place more emphasis on the holiday. So kind of how you asked about the traditions and how it's modernized. It's modernized and that has become a bigger holiday. Mm -hmm. It, you know, I think for a lot of Christians, Christmas and Easter are really the only time they go to church. Not all, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have that. Hanukkah is not a holiday that you're in the temple for. They're really not. I mean, they may have a party there. There might be an event there, but it's mm-hmm. not like something you have to go every night to celebrate. Right. Um, actually, Passover is not either. But Rosh Hashanah, you spend all day in temple, and that's mm-hmm. the Jewish New Year. It's like a much more significant holiday. Um, we have ones similar to Easter and Christmas where you are at temple all day. This might be the only time that year that people go. Yeah. But... Hanukkah's not it. It's, it's kind of funny. I think Hanukkah's regarded as the most fun holiday. But again, I think it's just consumerism. And it's mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, it's the time of year that puts so much emphasis on the holidays. So it just looped in and became bigger. Over right. The time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've 
yeah, I never knew that either. I didn't realize that it wasn't something you would really go to temple for. Right. No, no, not at all. And I mean, we work with some people who are a little more religious than I am. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, they go to temple pretty regularly for these events. Hanukkah is not one that they're going to take off work for because it's not one you need to. Wow. Yeah. And it's really only celebrated at night, ironically. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Harry Truman was the first president to celebrate Hanukkah at the White House. In 1951, he accepted a menorah as a gift from the Prime Minister of Israel, David Ben-Gurion. 1951. That's kind of shocking. That was not that long ago. Although the Holocaust was the 40s. So maybe yeah. that probably played into it. Fortunately. <laughs> so there is no wrong way to spell Hanukkah. I know there's a million spellings. And I wrote in parentheses as Microsoft Word corrects the spelling I just used. <laughs> so you have likely seen the word Hanukkah spelled in many different ways. However, all of them are technically correct, since there is no direct way to translate the Hebrew sounds to English. Mm. I did make a note that you just have to make sure you're emphasizing the That's uh, important. Yes. In Judaism. General yeah. Judaism. Hanukkah. <laughs> as long as you say it right, you can spell it however you want. Yeah, and you don't even have to spell it with a C-H, just pronounce it with a C-H. Mm -hmm. We got it down pat. In oh, practicing this oh. at home. So we, um, the Rugrats back in the day did two Jewish episodes. They did a Hanukkah story and they did a Passover story. Oh, my dad loves it. It's like his favorite thing. Oh, they're so funny. And my mom was adopted by this couple who, they're a little more religious than I think we were at the time. Mm -hmm. well, not at the time, but just in general at practice. And so my dad loves them. He's like, oh, because they're opa and grandma. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. They do that. The <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's just the funniest episodes. Oh, my God. They crack me up. I feel like maybe I saw them as a kid because it does sound familiar. Well, the Passover one is at their house. They're doing the Seder at um, the grandparents' house. Mm -hmm. um, the Hanukkah one, if I remember, is a pageant. I think it's the one where Angelica really wants to watch Cynthia's, like, Christmas special. Mm -hmm. And she can't find a TV. That sounds familiar. The other one doesn't. The other one we have on tape. I it mean, was orange because Nickelodeon tape. Yeah. Orange. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have it on tape? VHS. Yeah. <laughs> we recorded on tape somewhere too, but mm -hmm. we like owned the tape also. <laughs> so the famous dreidel, like we spoke about earlier, or four spinning top, was invented as a distraction. The Greek Syrians had outlawed Jewish studies, so the Jews spun dreidels to pretend they were merely playing games while they actually engaged in scripture. I did not know this. This was a wow. new fact to me. I That's really that. interesting. I don't think I ever thought the dreidel had significant meaning for Hanukkah. I mm -hmm. think I just assumed it was... I thought it was a children's toy. Yeah, I thought it just had a tie inside. I guess I didn't realize it like dated all the way back to the yeah. story itself. Uh, so that was really interesting to learn. So for those of those, for those, <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar with a dreidel, uh, each side contains a Jewish letter, noon, gimel, hey, or shin. 
The four letters are said to stand for the Hebrew phrase Neskadol. I practiced this earlier. I, I did used to speak fluent Hebrew. <laughs> Neskadol Hayasham. Thank you. Which means a great miracle happened there. I think I did know that, but I think I forget about it. Yeah. I want to say there's a song that talks about it. Mm, that would make sense. There's not a lot of Hanukkah songs, so. Dreidel today has become a game of betting with each letter representing a task. Nun means nothing. You do nothing. The next player spins. Gimel means you win the pot. Hey means you get half the pot. And shin means you have to put a piece of gelt or whatever you are betting into the pot. Ooh. We're going to talk about gelt because I recently learned something about it that I think is so fascinating. But I think I actually have like a whole act on it. Hmm. So over 17.5 million jelly donuts are consumed in Israel during Hanukkah. Well, I think that's <laughs> so interesting. That's a lot of jelly donuts. It's crazy that I think in the U.S., latkes are the focus food for mm -hmm. Hanukkah. And they must make them in Israel. But I think it's just so funny that jelly donuts get so much more. I would have never associated that with Hanukkah. I think it's the frying of the donuts. Yeah. Okay. I, the jelly must have something. It's something to do with sweetness of life or something. Mm -hmm. But that's so funny to me. Um, okay. The word Hanukkah comes from the Hebrew word hinuch, or to teach. Jews follow a tradition of incentivizing their children to learn Torah on this holiday. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh, she went awesome, mate. On this holiday. I was just thinking how well I was finally reading. <laughs> I overthought it. <laughs> on this holiday, by gifting them gelt or golden wrap chocolate coin. Gelt is also used when gambling during the dreidel. So I recently was talking to someone, if I had been you, I don't think it was. And we were talking awesome. about the holidays, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think it was Hanukkah tradition. And I mentioned something about gelt, which are chocolate coins. And they're around everywhere now during Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I recently learned that a lot of parents will get them as stocking stuffers to the point now where I think a lot of Christians think it's a Christmas candy. So I always see them. I didn't think it was like any significance. I had no idea like, where they came from. Yeah. But I just thought that was so interesting. Whoever I was talking to, they were like, it's not a Christmas thing. I'm like, no, it's like literally out there for and for. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't I just, I don't know what I found they were. So funny. I don't know who it was I was speaking to. But it was like a moment, I think for both of us. Yeah. It was a moment for me to realize that we have hit a point where, again, I don't care if you celebrate Christmas. I'm happy for you. In fact, I've had Christmas trees in my home before when I've dated somebody who maybe is not celebrating Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. It's happened. It's not a big deal to me. Um, I keep an array of winter decor. Yeah. I will say it does bug me a little bit that some things that are winter are associated so heavily with Yes. Uh, no. Pine trees can just be winter. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you don't put ornaments on it, it's a pine tree. Okay. Reeds, not a Christmas thing. That could be winter. Yes. But 
it was one so interesting to me to hear this person say, oh, I thought that was a Christmas mm-hmm. candy. Why? I think I'm just now realizing that they're only out at Christmas. They, you can find them in some of the kosher shops year-round, mm-hmm. obviously. Well, like in Target and stuff. And Walmart. Yeah. They're really only out at and Christmas. And you know what? They don't put them. They just put them with the candy in general. Yeah. I don't think they separate it, which I was at Home Goods just the other day, and I texted Dana. I was amazed by the selection this year for Hanukkah decor. It's never that much. We're mm-hmm. lucky if there's an end cap. Right. And it's normally picked over. Honestly, it's normally a couple of menorahs and some Hanukkah. I said Halloween. Hanukkah candles. This year, there was so much stuff. Mm -hmm. I got overwhelmed. And honestly, I ended up buying a lot of it because it's so hard to find and it's so rare to find. Right. That I was like, I need to take advantage and stock up. Yeah. But it just, you know, it was so interesting to me to hear, again, this fact about the gelt and it's amazing. Well, you're teaching us now. So now I'll know. And when I see, I'll teach someone else. Because <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, I didn't, I just thought it was chocolate cone. Chocolate that cone. You know? Which, I mean, why would you? But, you know, I think it's funny that on some level, there's probably people that have, you know, started associating it with Christmas. Yes. And, no, if you look, not all of them. I think very few of them these days. But it used to have, like, Hebrew writing on the wrapper. Really? hmm Huh. That might only be certain brands. And, you know, it comes in the little bag. Well, it should have Hebrew writing on the wrappers. Because it's for Hanukkah. Right. Hanukkah. (laughs) So the last fact I have is that the dates of Hanukkah, they change every year. I think this is something a lot of people don't realize. I did not realize that. Hanukkah is based on the Hebrew calendar. So there's no set date on our calendar for the holiday. It starts on the 25th of Kislev, lining up to the rededication ceremony from the Hanukkah story. However, this could be as early as November. It could be as late as December. Hanukkah sometimes falls right when Christmas is occurring and has happened as early as Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, there's no true date. And if you pay attention to, like, your other Jewish friends who maybe are a little more religious and go to temple they'll you'll notice that they'll start doing like the jewish new year it's never in the same it's in the same time it's normally september october there's no consistency on what week day anything any of the jewish so interesting because i am starting now to wonder why some of the christian holidays are the same fall on the same day because the secular calendar i guess yeah i guess Jesus was Jewish, though, so. <laughs> right. I'm like, with, I don't I don't really know the timelines, but I'm like, did that calendar exist? I think maybe just the English calendar, it was easier to sync everything up. But, yeah. It's all about convenience. Okay. There's, like, no Jewish holidays that fall on the same day mm-hmm. every year because they're all on the Hebrew calendar. Yeah. Which... I guess it has more days or so. I don't know how it lines up so different. Now I want to go look at the Hebrew calendar. Uh, I'm very interested luck. now. <laughs> so in 2013, Thanksgiving and Hanukkah fell on the same date. And we all celebrated by mixing the feasts. So we did, you know, our turkey and cranberries and all that good stuff. But we also made latkes that day. That's cool. Um, That was the first time it's ever happened in my lifetime. And the next time will be until 2070. So it's a very rare occurrence. In all honesty, 
I'd say 90% of my Hanukkahs have always fallen in that Christmas time. Like mm-hmm. Maybe a week before, maybe the last days on Christmas, maybe the last days on Christmas Eve. Sometimes it's been the exact same week. But it does veer off. Yeah. As we can see by this episode, because it is November 20-something. What's today? 30th. It's November 30th. And we're on night three of Hanukkah. Wow. We are celebrating at Thanksgiving this year. So my mom informed me of that earlier. There you go. By the time you hear this, I will have already celebrated Hanukkah with my family. (laughs) She will be having a feast. (laughs) I'm going to listen to this and make my feast. Yes. Love it. And latkes, you know what? This is a fact in there. If you've never had latkes, they're traditionally served with applesauce and sour cream. Really? Yeah, I don't think they're significant. I think it's just a fun fact. They're really good, too. I'm a little ashamed at how little I knew about <laughs> it. You know, I am shocked a lot of the time by how much about Jewish holidays a lot of my friends know mm-hmm. to the point where we've been at the office before. And someone will be like, hey, isn't it this holiday? And I'm like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> I guess it is. But Hanukkah's the one, I think because I grew up going to a Jewish school. So around Christmas, there was still so much emphasis on Hanukkah mm-hmm. that it's always kind of stuck in my brain, the ins and outs and the celebrations of it. Right. I'd say Hanukkah, um, Purim. I don't really know how to explain Purim. It's like Jewish Halloween. Oh, kind of. Hmm. Yeah. I remember learning a little bit about just like the, like the foods that you eat and like where certain events happen and like yada, yada, yada. But, you know, they can't go into like too much depth of any religion and schools. And I was learning it at home. So it's it, yeah. that's, it's one of those things, you know, unless you have directly learned it from somebody, I, I, how would you know? I right. Mean, unless you've gone off and done research yourself, mm-hmm. you're not going to know. So this is why it's important to have a diverse friend group and learn, learn and nearby engage and enjoy. I question others' traditions as well. Yeah, we used to do this. It was a big tradition in our family. Um, growing up, our best family friends, they are Catholic. They celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we would do Christmas at their house one day. And they would come to us and we would do Hanukkah. So, I mean, that's probably my most, you know, non-Jewish friend that I can think of off the top of my head that knows probably as much about Hanukkah yeah. as I do. That makes sense. Um, But it just, yeah, I mean, why would you? Unless you were going to a private school where they're teaching everything. They can't do it in a public mm-hmm. because you can't discriminate. Right. They still do Christmas pageants, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to do our final rankings and figure out which of these holiday seltzers. It's be interesting because we have quite a few holiday seltzers coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to remember these ones. And maybe at the end, we'll do like an overall of. Yep. All for like top five or something. Yes. All right. What? All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Number four. 
Spiked apple spice. Pomegranate ginger fifth. Oh my god. No. no. <laughs> I 1.79. What? That was not good for me. Oh man. I gave the apple spice a 2.3. Which honestly is not very far off from where I ended up with that at. Um, we'll get there. Three. Uh holiday sangria. <laughs> Korean or so I think the three holiday, sangria, apple spice, and crayon orange are all really close together. Mm -hmm. Really, um, I think just in the way I wrote it, it's gonna sound like I really loved holiday sangria. I think I was just being generous when I wrote my yeah. Though, like, oh, off to a good start. Yeah, and then I got a little more cynical as we went down, and then it was like, oh, I'm not being honest. <laughs> um, honestly, I think actually the smell for crayon orange pulled it down heavily for me. Really? Oh, well, the, it was the orange. It was very but heavy I like the orange. orange. And I, the, I have three, the threes across the board for every other category. Yeah. Just know that smell. And you know what? Because we're actually doing maths nowadays. Maths. <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> Compared to, you know, back in the olden days. Those ma those math lessons finally ended up coming in handy in her 30s. <laughs> but now that we're doing maths when we're doing these, um, the numbers are showing. I think it would have, my rankings would be very different. I have to not have been doing numbers. But that's why we wanted to start doing them. We wanted to see, you know, we're writing this down in our true moments. Let's well, line them. Yeah, it makes it easier to, to rank them. What did you give... What was your three? Uh, Sangria. What did you give it? 3.5. Okay. Now this was a 2.73, which again, sounds low. It's because of the smell. Mm-hmm. Two. Crayon orange sparkler. Uh, spiked apple spice. Hmm. It barely weighted out. Um, 2.96. I really like the taste of it. I yeah. think it was nice. I think... It wasn't bad. I did give the... um accuracy only a 1.75 though <laughs> oh it doesn't taste i'm thinking apple spice i'm thinking apple pie i'm thinking apple mm -hmm. crumble this did not give me that but there was so it, i can't i'm not gonna say it tasted bad i thought it tasted nice yeah i didn't like it uh crayon orange sparkler i gave it 3.8 oh wow i really liked it but you know i like citrus so oh. it's not a surprise that's citrusy. no orangey the smell was orange yeah <laughs> and i love cranberry too so like this, yeah that's true you are this obviously now. spoke to me number one pomegranate ginger fizz oh god totally opposite no today I hated that i i loved it no 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 um holiday sangria mm. um i really enjoyed it i do think i rated it a little higher because it was the first of the pack and mm -hmm. not off to such a nice start um I think ultimately crayon orange might actually outweigh, which is funny because it's sitting at three right now. I think the smell just pulled it way down. I think yeah. we took smell out of it. Crayon orange is the clear winner. Right. Mine. So I don't know. I really like the pomegranate ginger fizz. It wasn't um this oh, wait, crayon orange. Shan. What am I saying? Yeah. Let me try yours. I don't know. It might taste different. Um Please drink it from the can. No, I really liked it. I gave it a 4.4. 4. Like, I would definitely drink that again. No. 
Well, we know how the leftovers can be split then. No. <laughs> Not for me. Yeah, we'll have to figure that one out. But um, overall pack, I think again, because of the smell of crayon orange and my super low rating of pomegranate, my overall box was only a 2.87. Wow. Getting the 3.5. I I'm rating some categories really harshly. Well, and by the time I got to like the third one, I did go back and change some things. Like, oh, compared to this. That's probably what I need to do. Yeah. You can go back and update them once you get more <laughs> into the pack. Appreciate it. <laughs> I give you permission. No, I mean, overall, this pack was really good. Even that 2.7, I'm like, that's a little low. I mean, I, I don't feel that way. Ultimately, um, three out of four flavors are things I would drink again and pretty regularly. Yeah, me they too. Represent the holidays well. I I mean, yeah, it wasn't terrible. It def it's not the best thing Truly's ever come out with, no. but... It's a seasonal thing. It's not something we're going to be drinking on here. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm really not disappointed in this. Um, I'm glad they went for it this year. We, like have already said, have, I think, three more holiday mm -hmm. packs scheduled that we know of. So we'll see. We'll do a nice little compare. Hopefully... We're still searching for some of them. Yeah. I'll let you know if that number changes. But to let you know. One is stockpiled. We know one's getting Yeah. Good, so we are, we're excited. We're excited to keep trying and, you know, keep checking our Instagram. Keep checking our Twitters for updates. Um, Our Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> At Tipsy Trials. And if you have thoughts, suggestions, or recommendations for us, please send us an email at tipsytrials at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And I guess with that, oh, you know what I haven't said the past few episodes? Follow us wherever you're listening to this. <laughs> Rate us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> you know, y'all know what to do at this point. But for real, please follow us. Let your friends know, you know, that can be your holiday gift to us. Every single one of you should tell at least one friend who you know does not listen to this podcast to tune in. It costs you nothing. To share with a friend. Nothing. It's free. We're not charging you to listen. <laughs> Yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have ads at this point. So what's, what's the harm? Help us help you make better content. You know what's funny is I'm saying at this point, but when podcasts do eventually add ads, they all go all the way back. Right. They're early. So forget that comment. <laughs> um, all right. And with that, court is now adjourned. adjourned. Perfect. We will see you all next week for our next holiday episode. Yes. Happy holidays yeah. and bye-bye. Cheers.